0: Welcome to the You Can Have It All podcast to create a successful business and a thriving family. I am your host, Mona Tavasuni. Hello and welcome to the second episode of You Can Have It All. I hope you enjoyed the first episode when I shared my entrepreneurial journey of establishing six brands and having two kids in eight years. As I mentioned in the previous episode, I hit rock bottom a couple of times during these eight years, and I made it my mission to educate myself and learn from the best of the best to take control of my life. But before I start with this episode, I have a confession to make. My goal was to share a new episode every week when I launched my podcast. I launched the first episode while I was traveling to India, and when I came back home, I didn't feel ready to release this episode. I didn't feel centered and I needed to take a step back. I had two long-haul hectic business trips, which I'm very grateful for, but that meant that I was away from the family and the jet lag and sleepless nights took their toll on me and left me physically and emotionally drained. I caught a cold for the first time in a long, long time and took it as a sign that it was time to revisit my priorities. You know, every time I run my You Can Have It All workshop, something new happens, which reminds me that the concept of having it all is far from having a perfect life. And I decided to let go of all the expectations that I had from myself to do so much in such a short period of time. We hosted our very successful MomPone Forum in Dubai in December, which I'm very proud of, but it was also a lot of work. We are launching our new website and academy and it's been such a hectic period since we have moved to Canada. We also don't have a nanny or help or any kind of support group that we used to have and we needed some time to get used to our new routine. So I decided to take my time and share this episode when I'm ready and I am now. Have I figured out everything? Oh no, not at all. But I feel centered and in peace and ready to share this energy with you. The first time I realized that I was climbing the wrong mountain was back in 2013. After we had launched four brands in four years and our first son, Ryan, was less than two years old, I went to a networking event that I used to do often to expand our business. The speaker of the event was a business coach from the UK and she asked us a question that I did not expect. She said, write down three things that you're going to do this weekend for yourself, which are fun. And she gave us five minutes to do it. This sounds like an easy task, right? Well, I struggled, and I couldn't believe that I was not able to think of a single thing that I could do for myself to make me feel better. And that was an eye-opening moment for me. I realized that I had forgotten about myself a long time ago, and I had devoted all my life to my roles as a wife, entrepreneur, and a mother. These were all new roles to me and each came with a set of responsibilities which made it really hard for me to manage. And the person that I neglected was Mona. I had completely forgotten about myself and my own needs and I was too consumed in making sure that I was managing the other roles perfectly. At that moment, I knew that something was not right. I knew that something needed to change and that I was not happy with my life. I felt like a hamster on a wheel, running and running every day without enjoying my life. At that time, we were featured in multiple magazines, national TV, radio, and from the outside, I had the perfect life, my family, and a successful business. But the truth is that success has nothing to do with what it looks like from outside. Success has a different meaning for each one of us, and at that point, I did not feel successful, no matter how many articles were printed talking about our success. Luckily, I became aware at that event, and the first step for any change is awareness. I started investing in myself and made it my mission to make myself a priority. It wasn't easy at first, and I wasn't even sure if that was the answer. I decided to take a three-hour coaching session with the speaker of that event. And she was one of the most expensive coaches that I've ever known. I remember that I was hesitant to use all of my emergency savings, to be honest. But my situation did seem like a real emergency to me. And I decided to take the risk. I remember I told myself that I will either regret it, and this was an expensive lesson, or this is the beginning of my growth journey. And luckily, those three hours were worth it. And I became aware that I needed to take action. To date, one of my main investments is educating myself to grow constantly in various areas of self-mastery, business, and leadership. I also attended an NLP course in 2013 and became aware of the power of my unconscious mind. I continued my learnings by attending Tony Robbins' Unleash the Power Within in 2014. And firewalking was another proof that our mind and our beliefs are a lot more powerful than we think. Every time I learned something new, I felt more powerful. I started having more clarity on the life I wanted to create for myself. And with clarity, my friend, comes power. One of the main learnings was that no one in this world is responsible for my life and my happiness. And I am the only one that is in charge. I also started listening to my own needs again, and I invested in myself, my energy and my being. The journey took a couple of years, lots of learning and ups and downs until in 2016, I felt I was back on track and I felt I have it all. All that I dreamed of and worked hard for. Did it mean that I had a perfect life? Not at all. Does having it all mean that we are managing all of our roles 100%? Not really. Can you be single, married, with or without kids, divorced and feel you have it all? Absolutely. Let me tell you something. Having it all is a feeling. It's that feeling when you go to bed and you feel fulfilled. It's about the inner peace that doesn't get interrupted by external circumstances. Think of a lotus that grows beautifully in murky water and the external circumstances do not disturb its beauty. Having it all comes from an inner confidence that you are in charge of your life and you're capable of making things happen. That you're able to create your own life. It's about getting out of the victim role and taking control of your life. I'm talking about being perfectly happy internally at a particular instant. I understand that it might be difficult to believe that everyone can have it all since we have been conditioned by society to associate success with external factors. I want you to look at it from a different angle this time and follow this one step in your life every single day. We all have choices in life and next time you want to choose any action, think of how it makes you feel. Having it all starts with taking care of your own needs and listening to your feelings. You can have it all when you do things that make you feel good in life. It's very easy to forget about our own feelings when we become parents and when we run our own businesses or with any other busy lifestyle. All of our attention goes to the people around us and we end up feeling exhausted, stressed and hopeless. And even if we receive all the money and time in the world while we are in that state, we will still waste it and won't be able to feel great in life. Let me make it clear. the Having it all concept all depends on how you feel every single day based on your choices. I am not living in la land. I know exactly what's happening in our world and all the challenges that we face on a daily basis. I also know that our feelings mainly depend on our reaction and not much about the situation. There is a saying that pain is inevitable, suffering is optional. We will always have challenges, but how we deal with those challenges makes all the difference. We need to learn to embrace challenges and overcome them. Every time I go to the gym, I get reminded that our emotional strength is exactly like our physical strength. We will be able to deal with heavier weights by practice. It's not really what we go through in life that matters, but how we go through them. Do we let those experiences and challenges make us stronger or do we give up? In the having-it-all definition, you don't give up during the difficult times. You open your toolbox to find a solution, and you believe that there is always a solution. You can have it all when you add small things in your day that make you feel fulfilled. It's our responsibility to identify those actions and incorporate them into our schedule every single day. Remember that grand victories consist of small achievements done consistently. There's a quote by Henry Miller that I love, which says, One's destination is never a place, but a new way of seeing things. One of the main reasons we don't feel fulfilled is expectations. What if we let go and just enjoy the experiences in our life? Let's let go of the expectations that society, culture, and everyone around us, including ourselves, have from us. When we let go of those expectations, it opens up space to start enjoying our lives. Live life to your own standards and live for yourself, not to impress or get approvals. Create a life and surround yourself with people who make you grow. Having it all is not a life with only flowers and butterflies. As humans, we go through ups and downs, we fail, go bankrupt, lose a loved one, we break up with the love of our life, and we feel betrayed and cheated at times. Yes, we go through all these feelings, and the you-can-have-it-all concept is not about ignoring the tragedies and sad moments in our lives. We need to learn to be in control of our emotions and energy level. To accept the situation and always give our 200% in any scenario and let go of the results. Be flexible to new ideas and new outcomes. Dealing with our emotions needs a full episode on its own and I promise to talk about it more later. You might have had a certain expectation from your life which is not happening at the moment. Does that mean that you have faith in life? Absolutely not. We need to make the most of our current situation and be grateful and thankful for what we already have and the experiences we have gained regardless of what we planned. Take a step back and have days with no expectations from yourself. Weekends are supposed to be for that, but these days we are even super busy during our weekends and there's no time to recover. We need to add more pauses in our lives and add some room to reflect. Most of our life is a bounce between two states of flood and stagnation. We are addicted to being busy and chaos, constant notification which stimulate our mind non-stop and then stagnation in front of mindless TV, social media and games to just shut off our overactive mind. We need to find our flow, a balance between these two states, to stay calm and move forward steadily. Having it all is not about the destination but the journey. Being present and aware of every moment and finding joy in the simplest things in life that matter the most. I have it all in the moment when I can accept myself with all of my flaws, with all of my doubts, and I don't have to mask it. I am perfectly imperfect, and I'm aware of my shortcomings. I've made so many mistakes in my life, and even to date, even in 2018, I made many, many mistakes and experienced so many emotions. But I'm a lot more aware, and I'm not scared of failing. I know we are able to figure out any situation. I am proud that I progress in life, that I have a vision, and I take steps towards that vision every day. I accept the days that I feel down, and I continue regardless. Always give your best in any given scenario. Be happy knowing that you have done your best. Ask yourself, is this the best I can do and be in this situation? And you will know the answer by how it feels. You will feel fulfilled and in peace knowing that you have done your best given your circumstances. Could I have released one podcast every week? If it was my full-time job, then absolutely yes. But given my condition of running my business from abroad, managing my team with a 12-hour time difference, two kids and no housekeeper or nanny while we rebranded and working on a new website and we moved to a new country, Well, the fact that I even thought of launching a podcast needs a pat on the back. But I had to remind myself of all of these and let go of unnecessary expectations. If you have just had a baby or if you have just gone through a divorce, um, your life might have turned upside down. But sometimes we hold on to those expectations that we had set for ourselves, even though our situations might now be drastically different. We hold on to them so tightly that it hurts. let go. Just let go of expectations and accept your current situation 100% and then give the best you can in that situation. Even if that means having to take much smaller and slower steps than you initially planned. I love this quote by Bill Gates. He says, most people overestimate what they can do in one year and underestimate what they can do in 10 years ask yourself what's the best I can do given my conditions you can't compare your body with a fitness instructor your parenting style as a single parent with someone who has full support your business as a mom with someone who is able to spend 18 hours per day under business give your best and know that this is your best in this given condition And feel comfortable with that. When you do and give your best, you will feel you have it all. Let me share an example with you that happened recently. I attended a peer-to-peer leadership gathering in Mumbai with amazing fellows from Vital Voices. I had my You Can Have It All presentation scheduled for the first day at 4 p.m. I was totally jet-lagged and in two hours sleep when it was time to give my talk. And imagine that one of the main elements of my talk is energy optimization, and I was physically exhausted. At that moment, instead of judging how I felt and how tired I was, the goal was to see how can I deliver my best talk on a two-hour sleep? How can I give my 100% given my conditions? What would that look like? And it actually went really well and I received amazing feedback from everyone. But it would have been so easy to get trapped in, I wish my talk wasn't on the first day. Oh, how am I going to do this? Etc. You get my point. I simply gave my best in those conditions with no judgment. In the having it all lifestyle, you observe more and judge less. Don't let your energy come down by feeling you haven't lived up to the expectations you had from before. There is a fine line between having a self-discipline and following your goals, which for those of you who know me, that's super important in my life. And holding on to expectations so hard that it actually slows us down and it only invites guilt and worry to our lives. I'm not asking you to settle. The last thing I want you to do is actually to settle. I want you to create space to be able to manifest instead of suffer. So stop comparing yourself with anyone. Their conditions are very different. They might be successful in one area and might be struggling in another. And you have no idea what their story is all about. You are not stuck In the you-can-have-it-all philosophy, you always have a choice. Move towards that choice. Have clarity on what it is that you want and define your all. What does it look like to you? We all have different alls. Mine might be waking up at four and someone else's all might be going to bed at that time. There's no right or wrong answer. What makes you feel better? If I give you a magic wand, what would your life look like? Spend some time to define that all and be sure that it's your all. And it's not influenced by society, which is only based on external factors such as money, power, and fame. I love this quote by Jim Carrey that says, I think everybody should get rich and famous and do everything they ever dreamed of so they can see that's not the answer. I believe that money, power, and fame magnify who we are already, and they can't be the goal as they won't give us any long-lasting satisfaction in life. We all had new cars, shoes, and material items which made us all excited for a short period of time, and then they lose their charm. If you have been told that by having more, you'll be happy, let me tell you that's a trap. You first need to find that inner fulfillment and don't try to fill any void or gap in your life with more stuff, more food, more indulgence, and more and more. Reach to the point that you're happy with who you are and then add as many things as you want and enjoy them to the max. But don't let them define you. So if for any reason they're not there, it won't destroy you. You're already complete. If I take all your power, money and fame, what is left? Stick to that and use everything else to magnify who you really are. I recently watched a documentary on Netflix called Minimalism, which talks about the concept of decluttering our lives. You don't have to be a minimalist to follow the principles of enjoying what matters the most in life and realizing that everything else is just there to give you more pleasure and joy. There was a message from President Carter in the late 1970s, which I believe is even more relevant today, and I'd like to share it with you. He says, In a nation that was proud of hard work, strong families, close-knit communities, and our faith in God, Too many of us now tend to worship self-indulgence and consumption. Human identity is no longer defined by what one does, but by what one owns. But we have discovered that owning things and consuming things does not satisfy our longing for meaning. We have learned that piling up material goods cannot fill the emptiness of lives which have no confidence or purpose. I absolutely love this statement. The advice that I love in the documentary was about living an intentional life, not a perfect life. And the main message, to love people and use things because the opposite will never work. Freedom is one of the highest values as human beings. Freedom of choice, freedom of money, and freedom of time. Money, fame, and power are used at their best when they help us to reach that freedom and live a life on our own terms. I believe that entrepreneurship is one of the best ways to create freedom in our lives and make this world a better place. If you're an entrepreneur, I salute you for all your hard work and dedication. And if you want to become an entrepreneur, keep listening, my friend, as you will see me talking about entrepreneurship all the time. And finally, in my world of having it all, you feel most fulfilled when you make a difference in someone's life, when you add value to their lives and make them create a better version of themselves. How can you empower, educate, inspire people around you, and leave a legacy? Having it all is about being centered. And I wanted to share this podcast with you when I felt centered to give you and the world the best version of me at this particular moment because that's what our loved ones deserve. Hope you have found this episode helpful and I wanted to share the overall meaning of having it all with you. I will share more step-by-step actions that you can take to achieve that feeling in the future episodes. For now, remember that having it all is a feeling and you have full control and power over your feelings. Choose the ones that serve you. I would love to hear your feedback and your definition of having it all. Make sure to share and subscribe and I look forward to talking to you soon. Have a wonderful day.